Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Avoid Falling Into Oppression. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I'm in my 32nd year, and I've been saying the same thing for the last 31 plus years. Then what have I been saying? I've been saying that you have to find your creator. And he's there, but you have fallen away from him. And you have fallen into everything. And you've also fallen into trouble. And into oppression. And into subjugation. You've fallen into everything. Not to mention addictions and, did I mention compulsions and everything else. And trouble. And wrong relationships. And unhappiness and depression and everything else. See, you've fallen. It's quite clear that you've fallen, isn't it? Take a look at how you were a long time ago when you were young. Or maybe you are still young. If you're young, take a look at how you were when you were a little kid. Spontaneous, happy-go-lucky, cheerful, bright. It was beautiful. Life was sweet. Then something went wrong. And now look. All kinds of worries and fears and troubles. And the people on the outside are experts. Yes, they are experts at piling it on. You know, like on the football field, you have a player gets knocked down, then a bunch of other players pile on. I think that's that's a foul, isn't it? Nowadays? Well, that's what they do. In other words, they kick you when you're down. And they just keep piling it on. More obligations, more worries, more fears, more rules, more regulations, more policies, more, more, more. And how did it happen that you fell as an individual? And how did we fall as a race? Well, it was because there was something present that made it possible to fall. See, if there were nothing else there to suggest an alternative, then there would be no way that we could possibly fall or make a mistake. If you walked with God, remember in the Old Testament, there were were some people who walked with God. So that's beautiful. But would you believe that you can also walk with God? You don't have to be a Noah or an Elijah. You don't have to be. You can be just a regular person and walk with God. The classic example of a regular person who walked with God is a a favorite among Christians, among evangelicals, among Protestants. And her name is was and is Madame Jeanne Guillon. Madame Jeanne Guillon. She wrote a beautiful book, Experiencing God Through Prayer. It's a 
translation into English. In French, it was called a short and easy method of prayer. She walked with God. She loved God, and she was close to him. Now, how are you going to get close to God? Well, the process by which you fell has to be reversed. Oh, but I wanted to continue with the thought. There had to be something present that could pull Adam away. And what was it? Well, it was temptation. It was um, the devil. And uh, he made a, a suggestion to Eve and then through Eve to Adam. And the suggestion was that um, Adam could be great. He could do it on his own, solve all his own problems, be a big man, and do it without God. And all he had to do was just fondle and dwell upon that notion, and then, of course, uh, do something forbidden, like eating the forbidden fruit. In fact, that was the only thing in the garden that was forbidden, that he was told was forbidden. So look at it. There was one, uh, one thing there, one being, one entity, one presence. Yes, a presence that um, could suggest an alternative. And then there was the alternative. And then there was the forbidden thing. And it was the, the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So those things were there, and Adam went for them. And when he did, he fell. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Be sure to check out our many free resources at SheddingShackles.com. And then there was the alternative. And then there was the forbidden thing. And it was the, the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So those things were there, and Adam went for them. And when he did, he fell. That's right. Look now at yourself. You can see the legacy of Adam written into your very being. Next time you get really angry or really upset, then notice how you afterwards feel an emptiness and then you feel a rising, rising up of, of lusts and hungers and thirsts. They rise up, don't they? And then when you when you indulge yourself in what satisfies and relieves your lust or your thirst or your hunger, then it feels like comfort, doesn't it? That's right. But the point I'm getting at is that when you, in the moment of failing, of falling, the lower rises up. So that's what happened to Adam. He fell from the higher and he fell into the lower. And there's always something involved and it could be a million different things, but I, I want to keep on with this thought about how you fell. And this may be of help to you. In fact, it will be if you have ears to hear. There's a very beautiful book. It's called The Carboris 
manuscript. And I'm not going to tell you all about the history of it and everything. I'm just going to tell you that it is a, an exquisite, and I know I've said this before when I've mentioned it, but it is an exquisite and I, I think very accurate translation of what Christ said. And it was recorded in the language that Christ spoke, Aramaic. It's a translation from Aramaic. And then at the back of the book, it also has a, a glossary or, yes, a little glossary. And it tells you about the different words, the Aramaic words. And one of the words is Bisha. Bisha. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus told us to pray to God and say, please don't let us fall into Bisha. That's the word he used. Now, what is Bisha? It's not good. It's obviously not good because God, Jesus told us, don't help us, God, not to fall into it. What is Bisha? Well, Bisha is an archery term. If you're aiming your arrow, you know, you have a bow and arrow, and you aim the arrow at the bullseye, and you miss the result. The resulted miss is called Bisha. So it's missing the mark. Now, for years now, probably over 30 years, probably 35 years, I've heard it said that for the Aramaic mind and uh, at the time of Christ, the language, they talked about sin. And of course, in the Old Testament also, sin. What was sin? It was missing the mark. Well, I've heard that for all these decades, and I've ne never understood how is sin missing the mark. And finally, finally I get it. I get it. So now, Bisha, Bisha, if you miss the mark, then you fall away from God. Unless you see your error and repent of it and are sorry and ask for another chance and he accepts you back. Otherwise, you're off the mark forever. Now, you say, Bisha. I still don't get it. It's an archery term, missing the mark. But I'll give you a modern word. I'll give you a modern word that will make it very clear to you. The modern word is goal. Jesus told us to love God with all our mind, soul, strength, and heart, and our neighbor is ourself. And he said, put first the kingdom of God and his right way and all other things will be added unto you. Put first the kingdom of God. And now I'm going to say it in a way that is very understandable. Always do what you know is right in your heart. Never set any goals for yourself other than to do what you know is right in your heart. So any goal that you set is Bisha. That's right, because it's always done selfishly. It's done without knowing the, everything that needs to be known. It's always done with the wrong timing. And it's always your own plan, your own will. Do you understand? Or someone else's will. If they set a goal for you, and then you start to follow that goal, 
So whatever the goal is, don't set goals for yourself. Live spontaneously. Live moment to moment and always do what you know is right in your heart. Bisha. Now, how did how is it translated in many of the Bible versions? Lead us not into, or let us not be led into evil. Evil! Missing the mark. Now look. Look at the bullies all around us. Look at the tyrants. Look at them. And they have a goal. And they want to compel you and force you and pressure you and bully you into their goal, don't they? And what is that goal? It is Bisha. Now you see it. Now do you understand why people, when they set goals, it always rings false. You look at all the the educators and all the helpers and all the psychiatrists and all the psychologists and all the medical practitioners and look at all the business um, advertisers and all of them. They have a goal and they wish to, to seduce you into it or pressure it upon you. And they have a goal too, don't they? To make money, to make more sales, to comply to not lose their insurance. Always there's a goal. And every time that goal is Bisha. So now in your own life, learn the lesson. Don't set any goals for yourself. Even, even the goal of being a better person. Let God be in charge of, of whatever he wants you to be. Let him be in charge. Let him do it in his time and lead you to the right place with his perfect timing. Now, do you understand what, when Christ said, be perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect? Now, do you understand? Because if you don't miss the mark, if you always do what you know is right in your heart, you have no will other than to do his will. You don't have any goals. You just live and always with an attentiveness to the rightness of things, but you realize that you don't even know what's right. See, if you think you know what's right and then set a goal to do the right thing, it's another goal. It'll be imperfect, but it's perfect when you flow and you move and everything works out. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to sheddingshackles.com and click on the right hand icon ebooks. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program.
For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking today about stress. It's a very important program. I want to mention that I have many YouTube video lectures on this topic and also our radio archives of past programs, which you can find at SheddingShackles.com. How many times when you were little children did your parents have some kind of a goal? They wanted you to be good, they wanted you to be nice, they wanted you to get better grades, or they had some goal that was compelling and they wanted to make more money, they wanted to have a bigger house, they wanted to have a nicer yard, they wanted to have another promotion, they wanted something or other to look prettier or to look younger or to look handsomer or to be a better sports player or to impress other people. There was always a goal, and that's why they missed the mark. Sometimes you said, Mom, Mom, don't worry about it. Let's just be happy. But she had to worry about her goal. She had to attain her goal. She wanted to change her husband. Do you understand? So now life could be so simple. It could be so beautiful. Just learn to put first the kingdom of God in his right way. And then all other things will be added, one step at a time. Now, do you see why? Remember, there was a person who came to Jesus, and he heard Jesus talk, and he liked what Jesus had to say, and he knew that what Jesus was saying was true. And Christ said, follow me. And he said, okay, but he said, first I have to go take care of something. I got to go bury my brother or something like that, he said, and Christ said, let the dead bury their dead. See, one time there was a rich man that came to him, and his money was too important. See, that was his goal. He wanted to have money. He wanted to keep his money. He wanted to have more money. He didn't want to lose money. See, goals, goals, goals. And he says, what do I have to do to find the kingdom of God? And Jesus said, well, sell everything that you have. See, Jesus knew he knew that money was too important. That was the thing that was blocking him. He said, sell everything that you have and follow me. And then the rich man went away, sadly, because he knew he would, couldn't. He wouldn't. It isn't that he couldn't. He wouldn't. So what goal do you have for yourself? Is it a goal to have a happy family, not an unhappy family like your parents had? 
Is it a goal to be prettier, handsomer, skinnier, look better, impress other people, make more money? What's your goal? See, or even, even a goal not to mess up, not to look bad, to save face, to not be laughed at, to impress other people, to not be thought a fool. Whatever your goal is, let it go. Let it go. Live purely, simply, and you know what? Life will be sweet. Life will be good. Yeah, there'll be, in the beginning, there'll be, you'll probably have a few doubts assailing you. See, evil is always there, or temptation, let's say, is always there with an alternative. As soon as you think, yeah, I want to do that. I want to get the little meditation that Roland is talking about. I want to live simply. I, want, I don't want to have all these pressures over me all the time and that I have to worry all the time, and I feel so many obligations to please other people. But then something will come into your mind and say, no, but then, then what? Then you, you won't get ahead. You won't fit in. People will look at you. There's always that voice, that presence. And it is there, and it wants you to fail. It wants you to waver. It wants you to hold back. It doesn't want you to, to follow Christ. It doesn't want you to endure and follow and persevere to the very end. So that at the very end, your very last breath, you take a breath and you said, not my will, but thy will be done. It's beautiful. So follow God. Who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow the bullies? Are you going to follow the, the letter of the law bureaucrats? Are you going to follow the people who, who are pompous and who lord it over you with knowledge? Are you going to follow the experts? Are you going to follow the, the news people on television? Who are you going to follow? Remember, there was a, a boy one time and he was dying. And he wanted, at the very end, what he his one wish was that Pee Wee Herman would come and visit him. So are you going to follow all the Pee Wee Hermans of the world? That's what they are, Pee Wee Hermans. Oh, they look so clever in front of the microphone and in front of the cameras. But all they are is just like the Wizard of Oz when the curtain was pulled back. When Toto, the little dog, pulled the curtain back, the Wizard of Oz was just a little man, a little man pretending to be. So instead, why don't you follow the real thing? The real thing. Something solid and something good. So find your creator. Find your creator. And let him show you. And let him. And incidentally, find him. and Be still. Learn to be still. And then your intuition. Begin to follow your intuition, what you know in your heart. And God will reveal to you about Jesus. He'll reveal everything that you need to know. And it'll be sweet and beautiful. And the heck with all the pompous ones. They will have their reward. Jesus said it. They will have their reward. Instead, follow, follow God. And at the end, maybe he'll say to you, Well done my good and faithful servant.
Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart, because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. But when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive, and you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and His kindness and life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.